Good morning. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire, weekly radio broadcast here on TalkingAlternative.com. Always nice to get a message from the Periscope peeps that I am cute. I feel like I'm extra hairy today, so that's okay, but I appreciate appreciate any uh, boost to the confidence is always always a good thing. Uh, welcome, Secrets of the Sire. Uh, we are broadcast, like I said, live on TalkingAlternative.com, but you can also catch us in a multitude of places that include Facebook on uh, Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire, S-I-R-E. Uh, so definitely check us out there as well. Uh, tune in to all these great... Um, Great avenues to get us. Periscope as well, at Michael underscore Dolce, D-O-L-C-E, like Dolce and Gabbana. Uh, that is exactly why uh, you can, that is me, actually, so that's first of all, that's why it's at Michael underscore Dolce. We're going to have a potluck day today. Uh, it's kind of that uh, that buffer between, you know, what kind of, we, we've already experienced with Batman v Superman and Deadpool, and now we've got Civil War coming up next week. So we're going we're gonna to go around the room. We're actually going to introduce a nice little segment called Spinning the Racks. We're going to talk about all the latest news that's going on. Uh, but we're going to start with Civil War. So we've got some really cool announcements for Civil War coming up as well. Uh, we've got Civil War coming out next Friday, and in anticipation of that, next Thursday, I will be on the Bad Coyote Funky podcast it's thursday 9 30 p.m and uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash bad coyote funky and you can check out that podcast and it's really cool and then we're going to welcome those guys but not the same guys see we always change it up that's what we do here uh we're going to have bad coyote funky in studio next friday where we talk the politics of civil war and also give our predictions for the movie and that's kind of something we wanted to talk to everyone else about today as well so Civil War is coming out on Friday, and then the following week, we will be launching our first prime time um, radio show. We're moving, so anybody who's gotten used to us at 11 a.m., you can now catch us in prime time, which we think, which I think is going to be even greater because a lot of the audience in the U.S. especially can can get us in their prime time viewing uh, slot right there. So that's right. May 11th, 8.30 p.m. Secrets of the Sire in prime time on TalkingAlternative.com. Uh, we love all the feedback, so definitely keep chiming in. Um, we have someone that's chimed in that Spider-Man is a punk. Could be. He's a kid in Civil War. There's so much to talk about Civil War. Civil War is, I guess, the mecca of, of all movies coming out this year. Uh, we did a little blog post. Uh, we did it a couple weeks ago, and then I did it another blog post kind of reiterating the same thing, that we are in the midst of the summer movies. Uh, summer movies are basically the, you know, it's, it's here, it's spring. It's, uh, you know, we're in New York City. We're broadcasting on TalkingAlternative.com out of New York City. It's a little chilly, a little chilly, but it's not too bad. Um, so it's not too early, though, to talk about summer movies and Civil War is pretty much the big one. You have X-Men Apocalypse coming out May 27th. Um, you have a couple of... You have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You've got the new Independence Day. You've got Ghostbusters, which everyone... We're, we'll do a whole show, whole show on that. Uh, we'll actually probably welcome a female guest to get a female perspective on that because I think that's a, that's a real controversial movie, if anything, is the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, Suicide Squad kind of tail ends the summer comes out August 5th, and that's the next DC movie that's going to be kind of hitting. So the question is this, Civil War versus every DC movie. 
someone actually posed this question on Periscope a few weeks ago and said it's not fair to compare the two because DC's just starting out. And I, I, part of me wants to say, well, it is fair to compare because, look, I don't care if they're starting out. I don't care if they haven't, you know, done the lead-in that, that Marvel did. They put out Batman v Superman. They laid the gauntlet down saying, we're going to try to do what you guys did, uh, and we're going to do it in a hurry. And then Batman and v Superman came out. It was, mi- it was met with mixed, at the very least. We could say mixed emotion. Uh, we could say mixed reviews. We could say a ton of things. And ultimately, it was met with disappointment. I, I mean, I think that's the general consensus. You had some people enjoyed it. I actually, if you go back to some of our podcasts, you can actually check out our podcasts. They're on iTunes. They're on all the podcasting apps because they're on iTunes. And you can also listen to them directly on SoundCloud or our website, secretsofthesire.com. You can always check out earlier podcasts. Now, we had a podcast all about Batman v Superman. Um, oh, we just had Jamie Andrew Tree chime in. I'm excited for the new animated Batman movie, DC's first R-rated cartoon. But that kind of brings up a great point, and I thank you for bringing that up. There's an R-rated, yes, The Killing Joke is coming out, and it's based off the Alan Moore classic uh, DC book um, uh, where the Joker kind of basically bre- breaks Barbara Gordon's back. It's all kind of, you know, some grim stuff. But... Is it fair to compare DC and Marvel movies? Marvel movies are actually very sunny. They're sunny. They're bright. They're comedic. They're they're happy. Uh, even I don't want to loop Deadpool in with Marvel movies, even though it's a Marvel character. That is a Fox movie. Um, but even that has some lightness to it, which then DC responded by having reshoots done for uh, Suicide Squad. As a result, DC doesn't know what they're doing. They sort of know what they're doing. They have a plan. It's not a great plan. It's the copycat plan. We kind of talked about this also last week and the week before. You know, when a, when a team in the NFL does something right, every other team copies it. Marvel has been doing this and doing it right. And DC's copying it. Now, that being said, I don't think they're as far behind as people want to think. First of all, Batman v Superman... And we kind of threw this out there. We, um, we'll, we'll go through this uh, in a later segment later today. Uh, we talked about how it's going to do with the box office, and we had one of our fans chime in and say it's going to blow Batman v Superman out of the water for box office. And i got to be honest with you, opening box office, I don't think it... How can it? How can it make more money than Batman v Superman? Batman v Superman took in record-breaking numbers. Now, mind you, it was an Easter weekend very little competition so maybe that helped bolster it up a little bit didn't have great word of mouth but it had good enough word of mouth or or enough curiosity i'd say because that those characters are so iconic that it carried them through till sunday if civil war i think civil war will break what we've had previous i think civil war will do better but i don't think blowing them out of the water is going to be the same. I just don't. I just don't see it. Just because I just don't know how much how much more money is out there. Like really, like when when you're when you're thinking about these movies, how many more people can you cram into a theater? How many more theaters can you go? You've also got. Don't get me wrong. You already got Civil War has been released uh, internationally, so people have already gotten to see it. Um, there's yeah, uh, yep, been released internationally. So we got other things too. Welcome, OS One Sailor. Great to see you. Uh, great to see everybody on the Facebook page. You can go to Secrets of the Sire on Facebook, and we're live streaming from there as well. I think, in general, though, I just don't know how much more money is out there. So, 
Civil War will definitely blow Batman out of, uh, Batman v Superman out of the water long term because we're already getting the critical uh, the critics chiming in saying it's great, it's amazing. The the Rotten Tomatoes score is like 100%. It's crazy. Uh, it's supposed to be as great as a movie as we've seen. So I think in that regard, we're going to we're going to see the two of them uh, kind of be even in the first opening weekend, and then Civil War is going to continue taking off. It is going to be the movie. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Until, I think, X-Men Apocalypse comes out May 27th, I think you're going to get Civil War is going to have a three-week run where there's nothing else out there. It's going to be backed up. Hello from Texas, OS1 Sailor. We're going to have the kind of run over the three weeks that kind of propels the box office up there. Now, is it going to be one of the all-time greats? Is it going to beat Avengers? Is it going to beat Avengers 2? I think it will beat Avengers 2. I think that it will come close to the first Avengers. Avengers 2 was okay. Uh, Avengers 2 felt like a second act, but in a but it felt like a second act in a really long movie. So <laughs> we had Fiara's 87. Wow, I thought you were talking real-life Civil War and real-life events, not fantasy. Yes, we are a pop culture radio show, um, but I love that you're listening. Um, we are not talking Donald Trump. We are not talking Hillary Clinton. We might talk about them next week because we're going to talk the politics of Civil War, the movie. Um, we've actually lost some viewers now that we're not going to talk Civil War. Are you guys Civil War recreationists? Is there... That's the beauty of live, isn't it? You know, and and if you want to join in in more traditional fashion, you can always call in 877-480-4120. We are broadcast live every week on talkingalternative.com and uh, streaming live on Periscope at Michael underscore Dolce and on the Facebook page slash Secrets of the Sire. So, yes, this is a potluck day. We're going to kind of span the globe a little bit. We're going to spin the racks. We're going to do a great um a great segment. I don't know. You know, the, the lead-in for my Periscope was Civil War versus all DC movies. Don't know how they got that, that it was only about the Civil War, but that's okay. We welcome you guys anyway. So, some cool things. We've got a new Tomb Raider. We've got another Punisher series now, an, an actual Punisher series on Netflix. So, Marvel's mini empire, uh, mini streaming slash TV empire just continues to grow and grow. Uh, we are not talking Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I still am not caught up on that. We are not talking... Well, we can talk about anything you want. That's the beauty of it. So, we're also going to break down Ghostbusters a little bit. I think that's something that... Uh, see, I hesitate when I say that, though, right? I mean, it's that Ghostbusters movie. Like, I kind of want it to succeed because I think all the actresses are really cool and I like, I like the director, but it's... Uh, uh. I don't know. I think that's, I think, uh, kind of sums it up a little bit. So chime in, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Periscope at Michael underscore Dolce. And uh, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, we had a couple people chime in earlier, which is awesome. Um, what is it going to do? What predictions do you have? Who lives? Who dies? How does it do versus Batman v Superman? We kind of open that up to the audience. Uh, we had Omar Morales, a frequent contributor here. We love the contribution. Cap lives, War Machine dies. That's the big rumor for Civil War. We're going to break that down in the next segment as well, too. Uh, does Captain America get killed in this movie? Does the Falcon take over for him? Happened in the comics, didn't happen in Civil War. So we'll kind of give you a little bit of a uh, comic book history lesson on the two. Um, Jamie Andrew Tree, I watched the trailer with an open mind. Stoned. 
I didn't laugh once. Wasn't trying to not laugh. I think the trailer was pretty cool, though. I think I think it's got. I think it's. I think the Marvel movies have got such momentum to it that you can't help but want to go see it. It's part of this long-running series now. You have this this thing that that it's just a juggernaut, and it kind of continues moving forward from that. So, all right, when we come back. We're going to spin the racks a little bit. We're going to take a look at all the things in the news, and then we're going to break down our predictions for Civil War. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. Appreciate all of the uh, Facebook peeps and the uh, Periscope peeps tuning in again. We are Secrets of the Sire. We talk pop culture, movies, comics, TV. We talk music, too. Got a new Monkees song out there. Yeah, new Monkees. New Monkees album coming out, if you're a big fan of the Monkees. I got my trusty engineer, Sam, here every week with us as well, too. Um, always great to uh, bounce ideas and do all kinds of... Um, Great topics with uh, with Sam in house too, but yes, there's a new Monkeys album coming out, um, and a new Monkeys song written by Weezer's Rivers Cuomo. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's pretty something if you really think about it. So, all right, so we were talking about a whole bunch of things, but we're going to introduce a really cool segment now because it's really cool. Because I said it's really cool. Uh, it's called Spinning the Racks. I just want to take a look at what's going on out there. This is Potluck Day. Anything goes. If you guys want to chime in, this is live radio, so you can call in 877-480-4120. We are recording this, and as always, this recording then gets posted to the Talking Alternative website, and then immediately put onto SoundCloud, and immediately streaming on iTunes uh, by Monday. Um, And therefore, you can actually check it out via SoundCloud. You can check it out via our uh, Facebook page, slash Secrets of the Sire. Um, and all kinds of great stuff. We're also streaming via Periscope, uh, so you can check us out at Michael underscore Dolce, um, and we're streaming via Facebook, so uh, check us out on the Secrets of Sire Facebook page. We are now streaming via Facebook. Um, as I mentioned in the opening segment, I got a nice You Are Very Cute when I started, so I like that. My wife's not actually checking in right now because she's with the baby. Got a nice little two-month-old. So if I sound a little sleepy, he's actually sleeping more. Sam, this is the funny thing about babies now that I'm learning. This is my first baby. Um, and to all prospective fathers or, uh, or current fathers, 
uh, we had actually gotten into a nice routine of every three hours he'd wake up, and I got used to that. And now he's sleeping seven or eight hours. I'm actually completely exhausted. I, I'm not used to sleeping longer than that. I'm actually getting myself up, but I'm not waking up, so I'm kind of in a in a in a tizzy in a daze. So fun uh, fun stuff to uh, to behold to all future fathers out there. But Alicia Vikander, it's your new Lara Croft. So she's an Oscar winner. She just won uh, for the Danish Girl. Um, beautiful actress, really, really stunningly beautiful. She was also an Ex Machina, uh, which is the name of another comic book, but that's not what the movie's based on. Ex Machina is obviously a uh, deuce Ex Machina, right? Is that like a, a, a very famous phrase? Um, so she is taking over as the new Lara Croft. She'll be joining the Tomb Raider uh, movie franchise. They're going to be rebooting. Uh, people are like, oh, can she ever replace Angelina Jolie? To be honest with you, not that Angelina Jolie can ever be replaced in anything she does, or outshined in anything that she does. Uh, but I would imagine that not many people really remember the original Tomb Raider movie. I remember it very briefly. I remember Angelina Jolie looked great in it, and she was awesome. And it's great. I don't remember much of the plot. There was like a tomb, there was some raiding, there was some jungle. I mean, I, I, There was a blue shirt. She basically had a blue shirt. I, I remember that. And the really short shorts. So... And a ponytail. See, so that's 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 as memorable as the original Tomb Raider was. I think there was sequels, but again, that is exactly how memorable the original Tomb Raider franchise was not. So anybody wondering whether uh, Vikander is going to be able to replace Angelina Jolie, I, I don't think that's even a question. So we'll move on to the next bit of news. Uh, there is a new Monkees song. We just mentioned it earlier. Uh, yep, it was Jamie Andrew Tree. It was meh anyway, Tomb Raider movie. Yes, I agree. I agree. So I don't think anybody's missing out on Tomb Raider in any way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> very, very good comment. I won't broadcast so I don't get banned. We are actually being listened to in China, which is very, very funny because we are actually banned podcast-wise in China because we talk about very uh, upsetting material. That is the actual official government classification talks about upsetting material hey whatever whatever gets us there right uh matthew sardo is reporting a dazzler appearance in x-men apocalypse is dazzler making a cameo in x-men apocalypse that's going to be another great um kind of cool thing where i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to the i guess the first class trilogy ending, in a sense. I mean, I think that's kind of what it is. They've had six movies out now. I think that's going to be as good as Civil War in terms of its execution. Uh, I think the X-Men franchise suffers, though, because it's not part of the greater Marvel Universe. Um, I know that there's rumors that the Deadpool producers are trying to finagle a Sony-like deal. Um, or maybe not the Deadpool. Yeah, I actually think the Deadpool producers are trying to uh, ink a Sony-esque deal to get Spider-Man to appear in the next Deadpool movie. That's a rumor. Look, these are all rumors. This is, you know. Um, yeah, love it. The truer to the comics, the better for me. I agree. I, I don't disagree with you whatsoever as much as you can get. If you can get, I mean, what Marvel started, though, you really, you really have to, you know, kind of sit up there and and, and take notice. Uh Mind you, what they're doing is not what their com- anything that their comic books never did. Their comic books lived in the shared universe. They did it originally in the comics. They did it now. I mean, it's it's not something that is unheard of. They're just doing it in a in a. They've converted the film community. They've commuted. They've converted the Hollywood producers to say 
this is possible and this is something that that can well make them tons and tons of money obviously but uh that's not you know from a story point of view the winners are the fans there's no question about it in other fan related news punisher gets a spin-off star series starring john bernthal uh, he was the Punisher in the second season of Daredevil. Again, we are not going to discuss it because I have not caught up on that as well. Uh, new baby. New baby. New baby. Uh, yeah, Netflix orders a Punisher spinoff series starring John Bernthal. Frank Castle is back. Entertainment, uh, Entertainment Weekly has learned that Marvel and Netflix have ordered a Punisher series spinning off of Daredevil. Now, the, the Marvel... Netflix universe is growing. It had Jessica Jones. It had Daredevil, which was which was critically you know critically lauded for the first season, but the second season I I, I read a lot of negative reviews. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave it like a C. Uh, Daily News was kind of saying it was kind of pointless here and there. It was more about the flash and the action than the story, whereas the first um, what do you call it? the first series was more about the about the story. Um, again, we are not going to discuss it. I need to catch up on it. Baby, baby, baby. Um, but I'm excited because I think John Bernthal is a fantastic actor. Um, he was amazing in Walking Dead. Uh, he was in, I believe he was in Boardwalk Empire, I want to say he was, but I might, be, I might be mistaken. I think he was maybe on a different uh, gangster type series, but uh, I might be confusing the two. If I am, I apologize. If anybody wants to chime in on the Periscope and or the Facebook, as I, as I sound uh, very ancient by saying the. Any, anytime you put a the next to a social media uh, platform you are basically aging yourself it's okay though but on the facebook on the twitter on the periscope um if you want to chime in and let me know what series john bernthal was on that was gangster related that'd be awesome um but punisher has always kind of gotten a raw deal um i actually okay i don't want to say i okay I, I will say i enjoyed the original dolph lundgren punisher when i was a kid it had boobies i was like eight or nine um you know i managed to get my dad to record it for me on the vcr because uh it had it was like oh it's punisher it's marvel it's it's comics and uh, the boobies were really really it was it was there for like maybe two minutes at most you know maybe sorry forget two minutes it was like 30 seconds he like he like ravaged a, a strip club at some point rampaged through a strip club and there was some boobies so it was awesome so yes i love the original punisher movie when i was seven or eight years old or 10 years old or whatever i, I guess i must have been 10 years old um, because I'm trying to think, yeah, 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 I would have been 10 years old, um, because there's boobies, and it was sort of cool, though, I mean, it was, look, it was Dolph Lundgren, it wasn't Punisher, as we read it in the comics, Punisher was one of my favorite comics, still one of my favorite comics, uh, Chuck Dixon had an amazing run on Punisher, uh, Garth Ennis, um, came back with a, a more mature, uh, line, it had no comics code on it, you could, he could, Curse, he could, well, he didn't curse, but he could, you know, there was just, there was no limits to what he could do. Steve Dillon, that run was great. Uh, the run after that was great, too. So, a lot of cool stuff uh, for Punisher. So, to see him in a television series, I feel like you could actually get a real Punisher. The Thomas Jane Punisher was not as bad as people want to think, um, only because the basis for it was that uh, Garth Ennis, Steve Dillon run from way back, and that's awesome, you know, and, and they tried, they had all, they had Spackler Dave, and they had all these little characters, and they had Frank Castle living in the apartment. The only thing I don't understand is why they moved it from New York City to Florida. They, the producers stepped in. I mean, this is, again, this is Marvel, just did not have the type of control um, that, it, that it has now over the content of their movies, and I guess Hollywood is starting, you know, 
I mean, I have I have friends out in Hollywood, and they just they tell the funniest stories. They tell these stories that they're in conference rooms and they're pitching their movies, and uh, I I will allow my friends who tell the story themselves. I won't I won't uh, uh, you know steal the thunder because it's an amazing story. We'll have some of them on at future dates. But um, we had you know they they tell me of how the typical conference room goes where they sit back and they give their amazingly detailed pitch they give their amazingly detailed presentation and everyone says this is really great could you do it this way instead though and the way they end up doing it i'll give you an example uh robert kirkman was pitching the walking dead to nbc and they said oh, we love everything about this does it have to be zombies so uh, these are typical stories and you you laugh because you sit there and go like well like how clueless are these people i don't know they live in their own fantasy bubble, and I think they're, you know, having people on the inside, you have, I mean, if you look at every single Marvel series, you have Joe Quesada's name on everything, you have Jeff Loeb's name on everything, you have Stan Lee's name on everything, but quite frankly, he's, uh, he's, he's a, uh, uh, a placeholder, you know, he doesn't, obviously, look, he's 92 years old, it's amazing he gets out of bed in the morning, uh, let alone actually writes TV series, yeah, he doesn't, so I hate to burst that bubble, but. We love him. We love we love Uncle Stan. We love the fact that he's still uh, with us and around and doing his uh, doing his thing. So that's great. But you have these people on the inside. Again, I keep bringing up the the Jeff Loeb's. You have the Whedon's, uh, Joss Whedon. Um, you know, obviously he started in movies and television. Uh, I think he was actually a writer on Rose. Actually, I know he was a writer on um, Roseanne back in the day. Actually, that's where Joss Whedon kind of got his start writing. His dad was a writer. He he followed suit. Um, came out with Buffy in 92 and then obviously got the Buffy relaunch going but he did his X-Men comics some of the best X-Men comics uh, ever um, ironically he wrote Buffy and his Buffy comics were nowhere near his X-Men comics um, Buffy's a tough one Buffy's a tough comic book to uh, to to crack but you know it's definitely great so anyway looking forward to Punisher I think you can get a real Punisher series um, in this Netflix universe that you might not have gotten before, and I think that's pretty pretty awesome. So, talking about that as well. Going to jump ship, but uh, talk how this relates to it. If anybody caught the NFL draft last night, we have Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil was a draft pick of the, of the Miami Dolphins. He was projected as possibly the best offensive player in the draft yesterday. And 10 minutes before he was... The draft goes live. His Twitter and his Instagram account gets hacked, and they release photos of him smoking a bong in a gas mask. Uh, they release a video of him on Instagram getting money from the college where he used to attend, or now he formally attends. So how does this relate to pop culture? The Well, A, I just think it's kind of... We've never seen social media influence something like this ever. Uh, this significantly hurt him. He, he had a damaged reputation, but he was ranked as one of the top offensive tackles. So you had a guy that was, was about to make millions of dollars make less millions of dollars because his, his, his stock plummeted from being a top five pick, possibly a top ten pick, to now he's out of the, out of the top ten. He's in the, he got picked by the Miami Dolphins at 13. And again, how does it relate to pop culture? Uh, we live in a social media world now. And there's no denying it. Social media can make or break everything. Um, social media is going to make or break Civil War. It's going to make or break Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters are already, again, you're, you have people live tweeting at Comic-Cons when they see these, this footage and they say, this is either great or not. And it, and it changes everything. Um, if you have Twitter accounts getting hacked or Instagram attacks getting, um, you know, it's, 
it's crazy. I mean, it's it's just crazy how much it influences it. So I thought that would be kind of cool to bring it up. So we spent we just spun the racks. We're gonna be doing that from week to week. Um, it's potluck day here, so chime in. We're on Periscope at Michael underscore Dolce. We are on Facebook at the Secrets of the Sire Facebook page. So. You know, come talk to us. Let us know what you want to hear. We're going to break down some more Civil War when we come back. And you can always call in 877-480-4120, TalkingAlternative.com. Be right back. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, TalkingAlternative.com. This is Secrets of the Sire. We are a weekly radio show and podcast. We talk pop culture. We talk comics, movies, TV, everything that you can uh, uh, think about. Comic book movies, Deadpool, Daredevil, uh, Civil War, Batman, DC. It doesn't matter. We, we love to talk about this stuff. We love to live this stuff. I was an industry. I am an industry person. Uh, I write and draw comics. Uh, you can check out my stuff at mikebooks.com. Um, we were talking Civil War before. We were spinning the racks a little bit, going through the news of the day. The new Tomb Raider was announced. The new Punisher series was announced. But I want to get back to what we actually originally were talking about was the Civil War uh, versus the DC Universe. Now, Civil War is going to be extraordinary. It's going to be something that um, I, I think that in general... It is the movie of the summer. It's the movie of the year. Um, you have a couple of, of other movies kind of coming out that could combat it a little bit. X-Men Apocalypse. That's a Fox movie. Um, you have a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out, but, you know, whatever. You have Ghostbusters, which, again, we'll devote more to that when uh, right around that time in July. Um, and we have Suicide Squad coming out in August. Just a reminder, next week we're going to be really ramping up the Civil War talk with the Bad Cowdy Funky Bunch. You can catch me on their podcast Thursday night, 9.30, um, and that is May 5th, or yeah, May 5th. And then May 6th, join us here for our last show at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. We go to primetime starting May 11th. We'll have some cool announcements on the Facebook page. We'll have a contest. We'll have all kinds of cool things uh, so you guys can tune in. It'll be 8.30 Eastern starting Wednesday, May 11th. All right. A lot of people were talking about the DC 
uh, movie franchises when Batman v Superman. I mean, that was one of our most talked about podcasts. We had callers. We had, I mean, it really sparked a lot of controversy, really sparked a lot of outrage because it just wasn't handled very well. Um, it was five movies in one. It was DC's attempt to get up to snuff with what Civil War was doing. Um, or I, I keep using Civil War, but what Marvel was doing with their Marvel you know, movies in general. And a lot of people are now saying, you know what, we have no faith. I actually posed that question at one point. Do you have faith in the DC universe? And the question a lot of people had, or the answer a lot of people had, was no. Why would we? I mean, look at what we've seen now. We've seen two Zack Snyder Superman movies that really aren't Superman movies. He actually nailed the Batman part of that whole thing, uh, but he did not nail the Superman part. It doesn't feel like Superman. It's not Superman. I can definitely... Uh, you know, understand a lot of people's uh, frustration with that. Uh, Christopher Nolan, you know, knocked Batman out of the park. And that kind of, I think, set the stage. So DC's like, we need grim, we need gritty. Uh, Sony originally, again, we've, we've talked about it before, said, well, Spider-Man needs to be grim and gritty now. And, uh, and they've, they've kind of, you know, never kind of put the pedal off of that kind of line of thinking. Meanwhile, you have Marvel that has had a plan now in place since Iron Man came out in 2009. And has just been executing left and right and left and right their plan. I don't think Iron Man 2 was very good. I don't think Iron Man 3 was very good. Uh, but it didn't matter. I mean, Iron Man 1 set the stage for we can tell stories that are not X-Men movies. We, we can tell stories that are not uh, Spider-Man stories. And we can still make a boatload of money and get all these other characters that we have in this universe together. And that's a pretty awesome thing. It's a pretty amazing thing uh, that they're actually able to do all this. So... Now it's been kind of leading up. It's it's also kind of amazing to see what Civil War is doing too in the fact that Avengers is really supposed to be their big mecha project. And now you have one of the quote-unquote spin-offs in Captain America heralding it's basically a gigantic it's basically Avengers 3 even though Avengers 3 the real Avengers 3 is going to be coming out and it's going to be doing Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War, and that's even more. I mean, it's it's just it's escalating. Oh yeah, no, Sam, Sam, my trusty engineer. I get to I get to educate Sam every week in the comic book world, and that's kind of cool. So, uh, hello from Russia. We uh, we love everybody chiming in from different places. Uh, we actually have several different countries listening to us right now on TalkingAlternative.com. You can catch us here every Friday at 11 a.m. until next Friday, which will be our last show at 11 a.m. We're going to be moving to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday nights on TalkingAlternative.com. And we plan to have a lot of hoopla around that. But Civil War is an amazing movie. The fact that I'm even calling it just Civil War, which confused some of our Periscope peeps earlier who thought we were talking about the actual Civil War, the North versus the South, uh, maybe... Donald Trump, maybe politics, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into the politics of Civil War next week, talking about the original Mark Millar series, which was not very accurate in my mind in terms of, the, of whose side everyone should be on. But I digress. Um, Captain America was able... Captain America is a spin-off movie. It's Thor Dark World. It's Iron Man 2 and 3. It's Ant-Man. It's all these things. But instead, it's actually jam-packed. It's basically Avengers 3. Marvel has built up such a loyalty... And such a story now. I mean, look at look at what they've done with the story now to get to a point where you can actually have a spin-off movie basically have starring every other character you've already introduced. You don't have to introduce them. If people want to go see, you know, who is the Scarlet Witch, go watch Avengers 2. Who is Ant-Man? Go watch Ant-Man. Who's the Falcon? Go watch Captain America Winter Soldier. Who's Winter Soldier? Go watch Winter Soldier. Uh, you have all these movies now where the, the the characters are established, the universe is established. They've built up such a strong universe 
that they can they can pretty much do whatever they want to. And it's not just about printing money. And I think that's where the DC movies kind of kind of loses sight a little bit. You, you can tell there's intervention from Warner Brothers. You can tell there's intervention from you know different different people in general. And it's just in general, it's not eh. It's just eh. You know. But DC's not as far off as you think. You have Suicide Squad coming out in August. I think that's going to be a disaster. But if I say it's a disaster, then it's uh, probably going to do uh, tons of box office gold like Deadpool did. Um, the other thing, though, that I think that gives them hope, the one factor that I think gives them hope, and I'm not even sure why she was in the movie, but I'm glad she was, was Wonder Woman. So we have Wonder Woman coming out later this year, I believe, or it's actually, I think it's next year. I'll, I'll do a little fact check on that as well, too. Um, she was actually really, really impressive in Batman v Superman. Uh, the cameos from Aquaman, the cameo from Cyborg. Actually, that one was a little cheesy. I didn't like that one. I thought all the other cameos were kind of cool, though. Um, I didn't love the Flash intervention scene. I thought the Flash intervention scene. Ah, welcome back, Saints Girl 878. She's been a loyal uh, Periscope follower for the show the last couple of uh, weeks, so we welcome you back. Uh, we're also streaming live on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, and you can uh, go ahead and check us out on that as well, too. Uh, we are currently live. Um, basically, you know, we, we definitely... You have these glimmers of hope that... Um, you have these glimmers of hope that essentially there is a better tomorrow, uh, not to not to confuse that with anybody else, but there is a better tomorrow coming in the DC universe. I'm not a huge DC guy, so I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I know everything about their history. I know enough about their history. Um, I don't love their characters. I, I was never a huge Green Lantern guy. Um, there are tons of people out there that, are, that swear by this stuff, and they love it, and that's great, and that's awesome. But I think there is a glimmer of hope that you can... At some point, you can you can see that the plan was rushed. You can see that dollars were kind of put at the forefront of anything else. But the sacrificial lamb has been released already. Batman v Superman's out there now. Basically, a Justice League primer for anybody else out there. It's out there now. So you are now able to see that you can. Okay, you can now start competing. Was it sucky that they basically crammed nine movies into one movie? Yes. Was it sucky that they essentially sacrificed what could have been an amazing movie, Batman v Superman? It's Batman versus Superman, for God's sakes, in order to rush their production ahead? Yes. Did they take the time and the patience and the care that Marvel has done to build up their story universe to a point where they can kind of do anything that they want? No. Was that sucky? Yes. But it's over. It's over now. And now you have a Wonder Woman where I'm actually kind of intrigued to see. She was a good character in that movie. Zack Snyder won't be directing the movie. Hello from Italy as well. We love everyone chiming in. Uh, that is at Antonio Galdi. Antonio Galdi. Very good. Okay. I hope I got that right. I will butcher everyone's name. So if you if you do chime in on Periscope, you are getting... Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm butchering everyone's name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm an equal opportunity butcher. I will butcher uh, if you're listening from China, if you're looking, listening from Russia, if you're listening from uh, Paraguay, Uruguay, Africa, United States. I will butcher your name if you live down the street here in New York City where we are broadcasting live on TalkingAlternative.com. There is hope in the DC Universe. I thought Wonder Woman, she was, obviously she's very beautiful, but she was very strong. She was very, she had her own 
character. It wasn't a cutout character. It wasn't a carbon character. There was definitely some personality to it. Um, Antonio Galdi is Team Iron Man. Oh, we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the big uh, next week with the bad Cody Funky Bunch. I, I just don't understand. Iron Man should not be on the side he's on. Captain America should not be on the side he's on. Iron Man is Trump. Uh, I don't want to say Captain America is Clinton because that's not right. Maybe Bill Clinton. Maybe he's Bill Clinton. Uh, he's more a Harry Truman, to be honest with you, than anybody else. Um, we're going to see some cool things in that movie, and boy, we're going we're gonna to really get into it. I want to know your predictions next week as well, too, because I think there's a lot of, a lot of cool things that are going to happen in that movie. Um, but again, that movie is obviously going to be better than Batman v Superman. I don't think there's any argument about that. And I, I think that anyone that says Suicide Squad is going to be any good based on now hearing that they're reshooting stuff. Uh, you know, look, there's a lot of troublesome things going on. Hello from Russia. Um, there's a lot of troublesome things going on in the DC Universe, but there's hope. There is enough out there to suggest that we have a shot at getting the kind of movies you want to see. Now that they've rushed it, now that they've sacrificed Batman v Superman and made that their their entry point into this, they've basically shot up that movie with steroids is essentially what they did. They took Doomsday, which looked like a gigantic steroid. He looked like one of the ogres from, uh, or one of the orcs from uh, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, just jacked up on steroids. It was god-awful. Uh, they did it. Whatever. It's done. You, they actually are even smarter in a way, right? They know you're coming back. They know you're coming back. A Ninja Turtle, Saints Girl 878. I agree. He did. He looked like a jacked up steroid Ninja Turtle. Awful. Just absolutely awful. But here's the thing. They are, they're done now. They've done it. They're out there. They know you're coming back. We're all coming back. We're all going to, I'm going to go see Suicide Squad. I'm not even a huge DC guy, but I want to see Jared Leto's Joker. Great. I want to see that. I'm going to see Wonder Woman when it comes out. Because I think Wonder Woman's going to be very good. I'm going to see, well, Aquaman on. Yeah, why not? Vinny Chase and the boys. Uh, anybody who likes the Entourage reference for Aquaman. But no, I would I would go and see Aquaman. I'm going to go see these movies. We're all going to go see these movies. They know they have us at the very least. The next Batman movie that comes out, Ben Affleck did a tremendous job. There are There are small victories, I guess, which is what I'm saying, which is why there's hope. There are small victories in that movie that give us hope that they are going to be able to produce the kind of movies that Marvel's making. Is Civil War better than Batman v Superman? Yes. Is it going to be the best movie this summer? Yes. There is no question it's going to be the best movie this year. Doesn't mean it's going to be... Doesn't mean DC doesn't have a chance in the future. So when we come back, I want to hear what your thoughts are. I actually pose this question out on the Facebook page slash Secrets of the Sire. And uh, just wanted to get your feedback, you know, predictions for the movie. How's it going to do? What do you think is going to happen? So uh, when we return. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Someone. 
talkingalternative.com. Welcome back. Secrets of the Sire on TalkingAlternative.com. Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Secrets of the Sire. We will do some sort of great tie-in with that when we go to our new primetime slot starting May 11th. So May 11th, 8.30 p.m. Check us out. We're going to be doing what we do best, which is just talking and chatting and uh, interacting. Um, You can always follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. You can check us out on Twitter at Michael underscore Dolce, which is also where you can check us out uh, via Periscope. And uh, we love all of our Periscope peeps. That last one that just joined at ah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, there's no way. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to butcher your name if I announce you on the air. Um, I'll still continue to try at Natalie underscore Goykova. See, I'm, I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. Well, we shout out to you guys. We wanted to know. This is Potluck Day. We're kind of talking about all these different things. We talked about Civil War. We talked about it versus the DC Marvel uni- the DC movie universe, which, again, obviously, at this point, it's going to be better than anything DC puts out. But doesn't mean that it can't be... It doesn't mean that it can't have the same impact um, in a couple years from now, that DC can't catch up. Uh, we talked about the new Tomb Raider. Another Oscar winner, assuming the mantle of Lark. You know, figure with all the Oscar winners that kind of assume these comic book roles that they would actually be, you know, really, really good movies. But hopefully this one is going to be good. Alicia Vikander. I mean, that's a female Indiana Jones. I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, it could be it could be kind of cool with that. Um, but we threw it out there on, on our Facebook page. Give us your Civil War predictions. Who lives? Who dies? And how does it do versus Batman versus Superman's opening weekend? Remember, I specified opening weekend only because I don't want... Um, look... We already we talked about that too. I think it's going to be much, 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 much better long term. I think it's going to be comparable opening weekend, and then you're going to see down the line it's going to be um, that much greater. Saints Girl eight seven eight says Captain dies, Tony wins. Now in the original comic book universe, no spoilers. That's exactly what happened. Captain America didn't die, but he went. He kind of was forced to go underground. Uh, a lot of different uh, heroes were forced to go underground. So we'll see. If that's what ends up happening. We're going to be doing this again with the Bad Coyote Funky Bunch next week. So we're going to have some folks in studio. We're going to have Greg uh, in studio. We're going to have Sergio via the phone. We're going to have uh, basically just a a whole mess of people in and out. Um, But we always welcome callers as well. 877-480-4120. Brian Phillips, good friend of mine. Blows Batman, Superman, out of the water opening weekend. I don't have a clue who will die. Not sure if they would kill War Machine as much as destroying his suit. That's a big thing, right? I mean, how ironic would it be if War Machine ends up dying? It's played by a black actor. What's the old trope with the horror movies that all, like, if you're, if you're, like, if you're not, like, the white guy, you're getting killed in the first, you know, first five minutes of the movie. Um, If you are having sex in the movie, you're dead. Like, that's it. So if there's anybody having sex or is not white, you're in trouble. So it would be kind of uh, just kind of laughable. And and it's not like Marvel has a ton of 
uh, of African American characters to begin with that are that prominent. You have Falcon. You have yeah, basically, I have a war machine. That's it. I mean, you, you basically have those two guys in the movies thus far. You have Luke Cage, though, coming out on Netflix, so that'll be good. But um, a lot of people are, are saying Bucky will rise up and become Captain America, which he did in the original comics again. Um, so others are saying Falcon will do it. Yeah, Falcon does it. That actually matches up with what Marvel is doing in the comics right now. That being said, that's why I think that's what's going to happen. Mark Lombardi, plot prediction. After everyone makes their piece, Cap dies at the end and Bucky takes over for Cap. Money, movie will be close to the 180 opening weekend. will earn close to the $480 million domestic and do about $1.25 worldwide before leaving theaters. Uh, Nevin Frederick chimed in. It will probably do better than BVS because it's getting great reviews. And I think War Machine and The Winter Soldier die. Now, that's something we haven't seen. Um, the the Bucky factor. Now, the one thing you also kind of always do, and and I kind of talked about, um, I kind of talked about this in a previous previous show, is is the outside influences. I never, I, I don't like the diversity topic if it influence. If I'm thinking about diversity while I'm watching the movie, I I, I don't want to be pulled aside into that. Um, I don't want to. Uh, I Eddie K just says I hope Black Widow is going to die. Well, I hope not. I like Scarlett Johansson, but again, that actually is going to lead right into my point, though. I don't like anything that distracts me from what is actually happening in the movie. And one of the things that is actually happening in the movie is you got to figure Chris Evans has now been Captain America, I don't know, six times, seven times, maybe even eight now at this point. Three, two, had some cap, you know, had some cameos. Maybe five, maybe his fifth or sixth time being Captain America. Iron Man has been in. God knows how many of these movies that's, you know, he's going to be retiring soon, Robert Downey Jr., the actor. So one of the things you kind of have to factor in is Chris Evans will most likely die because he's been in enough of these movies now. He probably wants to move on at some point. Um, he's going to be in Avengers uh, 1 and 2, so is, you know, Iron Man. He's going to be in these movies, but don't get me wrong. Um, they, they need to be farming out and expanding as much as possible. Um, Victor Dandridge, it's going to trounce trounce BBS's opening weekend numbers. I think Rhodey is going to die, and we're going to get a classic team-up moment against Zemo instead of the Avengers fighting. I think the Avengers are going to fight no matter what, though. That seems to be the big thing. Everyone else kind of copied that, so I, I can't imagine it not happening. Um, Brian also chimed in. I think a big deciding factor will be the fact that people already love Iron Man and Captain America. The franchise has already been established, and every time a new movie comes out, they set new records. So that's talking about that. Um, and we actually had some people that liked Batman v Superman. I liked Batman v Superman too, so I'm definitely one of the people that um, you know goes out there and says, no, this it wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't a good movie. It had eight movies in one. It's the only reason why it wasn't very good. So, plot prediction. I mean, my own personal prediction. I don't think War Machine's going to die. I don't think the Winter Soldier's going to die. I think they're going to groom these people to start taking over the next set of movies, only because the actors can't. I mean, at, at some point, Robert Downey Jr. has to kind of get tired of it. Tying it in, though, to the fact that Alicia Vikander is going to be taking over as Lara Croft, um, there's a great story about how uh, Josh Hartnett passed on Christian Bale's role in Batman because he didn't want to be typecast, and there was a stigma around being a comic book movie uh, actor. Now, everyone loves it. So maybe that, that fear that... Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. kind of need to move on or else they're going to be typecast or they have to move on because they don't, they're, they're tired of doing the same thing. Maybe that doesn't exist anymore. Maybe the fact that maybe the reality in Hollywood is now the only movies being made are these comic book movies. 
the only, you know, if you want to buy that nice house in Beverly Hills, you do this movie. Um, and you do this franchise because it will be paying you over and over and over again. Uh, so maybe there's maybe that's been kind of eliminated now too. So maybe maybe my fear that contract negotiations and just you know kind of being this character for so long is going to subside and people are going to you know welcome it. I mean, you have Harrison Ford too. I mean, if you, if you really think about it too, that guy. Now he, you know, back in the '80s, did not want to play Indiana Jones past movie three. He wanted George Lucas to kill Han Solo, uh, which. George Lucas didn't. Um, you know, he wanted all these these things to happen so that people would not think of him as Han Solo. You had David Duchovny as an X-Files guy who left the show prematurely because he didn't want to be known just as Fox Mulder. He needed a career outside of that. And don't get me wrong, when you play an iconic character, especially in either film or television, you are going to be remembered as that character no matter what. So, I mean, there is a, there is a legitimacy to that fear. But... Harrison Ford returned for Star Wars. Harrison Ford is back for another Indiana Jones movie. David Duchovny is is back in X-Files again and again and again and again. Um, it could be that their careers are not as great as they were back in their heyday. Obviously, that, that factors into it. Um, but again, tying it into what we're saying, though, the fact that Robert Downey Jr., has been playing Iron Man, he'll be he'll have been Iron Man for like nine movies by the time his his run is up. And at some point, you know. I don't think he wants to move on, but I think that the studio will eventually say they have to have him move on because at some point, what what else can he do in that role? Um, but again, it's not the actor deciding that they want to move on. It's It might be the studio. So again, maybe my fears are, are misplaced. Maybe they're not as... Um, you know, tied to this, maybe the fact that the action in the game in Hollywood now is this is basically just these comic book universes. Um, Saints Girl eight seven eight says there isn't anyone else that can pull off uh, pull off Tony Stark. You know, we say that now, but we also didn't think Ben Affleck could be a good Batman. So go figure. I mean, we didn't think Michael Keaton back in nineteen eighty nine could be a, a good Bruce Wayne. Turned out, you know, we were all wrong. Um, Josh, Hart, uh, not Josh Hartnett, um, Heath Ledger as uh, as the Joker. I mean. You know, he was amazing, but who would have thought it, right? I mean, there's... So I think I think that we can move on from it. I think they can uh, eventually cast somebody else into that role. I think they're going to have to because, I mean, at this point, we're not done with Iron Man. We're not done with uh, Captain America. We're not done with it. Now, mind you, it's not going to happen for a while. They've got Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. I mean, they've got this thing mapped out till 2020. Um, but beyond this, you know, this is where the game is and this is where the action is. So we had a great show today. It's potluck day. Like I said, we kind of just tossing in a whole bunch of stuff. We introduced our wonderful new segment, um, Spinning the Rack, which will incorporate kind of talking about all the news. We talked about an uh, idiot offensive lineman who had his Twitter account hacked and uh, had pictures of him smoking pot put up on the internet. Um, again, it ties into everything because pop culture lives and breathes on social media. So it's kind of fun and exciting. New Punisher series. We've got Civil War. Civil War. Civil War. Which we're going to be talking about and not the Civil War. Um, the North versus the South, as we had some Periscope peeps uh, actually wondering why we were not talking about that. I don't know if they were recreationists uh, or if they were just uh, KKK members. I, I don't know. Who knows? You know, they could be anybody. But um, uh, we had a great show today. So next week will be our last 11 o'clock show. It'll be a doozy, though. We're going to have the Bad Coyote Funky Bunch chiming in as they normally do. Um, but we're also going to have them in studio as well. So this is Secrets of the Sire. Uh, thank you to all the Periscope peeps. Thank you to all the Facebook peeps. 
And uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. Uh, we will see you next week with Bad Coyote Funky. You can catch me on their podcast Thursday, 9.30 p.m., twitch.tv slash Funky. This is Secrets of the Sire, Talking Alternative. We have 21st Century Entrepreneur coming up next. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And and welcome welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.